It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, uh, that is uh, me. I'm Dennis Stuckey. I'm Brady Beaton. And Brendan Welper is here as well today. In fact, I'll just unmute you even though I know you're not going to say anything. Well, I, I, I don't want to uh, want to impose. Well, that's uh, why we asked you. Yeah, you're here to impose. Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> it's probably safe to keep me on mute because I will, um, as you guys have known during a broadcast, mention something that isn't relevant. Um, oh, Dennis or Brady, I, I should tell them about this. But they're on air. But the, well, the, the other thing about him is you have to excuse him. He's a newspaper guy. So he won't make statements. He'll just ask questions. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still learning how it's, to ask it's, questions. It's, it's in his blood. Well, we bring him in because in the third segment today, we're doing our annual baseball draft. So get the uh, angry typing fingers ready. Um, but, but this is what, 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 what Welper will do. He'll be like, okay, he'll, he'll get the first pick, and he'll go, okay, Brady, what do you th- think about this guy? <laughs> Stucky, what, what do you what do you think? Okay, um, um, should I draft this person? Well, we have. <laughs> I think we wrote down over sixty names of teams from eligible teams to be drafted. We'll get more into that. We have to talk about a little bit of baseball and softball. Wednesday was washed out. Yesterday was a kind of a rough day for our MAC teams in the area. Uh, well, Dennis, you saw one team. Finally get a much-needed win, but it was actually kind of a rough day in both baseball and softball. Yeah, uh, and uh, before I forget, June 25th at the Elks. That's the golf outing. Yep. Um, Second annual Get Stuck on Sports golf outing. Go to GetStuckOnSports.com. Click on the golf tab and sign your team up. You get a discount if you sign up before June 1st. Yes. Otherwise, we charge you extra. So get in early. Please. Anyway, I think that's enough. We have, uh, well, we got to get some some stuff in, so let's get to it. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall e. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-877. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. 
If your windows stick, slip, squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low-E glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Brady Port Huron. Brady here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. They're all Already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at advscu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810-987-6400, extension 132. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Boy, when we are off the air, sometimes we would get in so much trouble. You you <laughs> you lead the cause. What do you mean we? What? You guys weren't like not laughing. No, but you drive <laughs> us to the edge of the cliff and then we all go over in the car together. Oh, I'm have to anyway, turn you down cuz I can see you're going to be feisty today. Yes, I am. It's a, it's a good day. <laughs> it's a Friday. I'm going to be at Comerica Park later for a uh, Good baseball game between Mooney and Divine Child. Yeah, I'm a little excited for this one. Um, we have Brendan Welper in the house. It's a good day. So let's start with softball and, well, something that was Okay, wasn't- just everybody remember talk directly into the straight. Uh, we've got the handheld mics today, and yes. I need you to talk straight into the top of it. Yes. So. Um, Thank you. Yes, it was a not great day for Marine City softball. Had a chance to claim the Mac Blue outright, and yeah, Frazier came to play. Uh, it was the only loss Marine City had coming into the game, and it's now their own. Their only two losses in the league: seven three. Frazier tops Marine City, and it was some of the stuff that had hurt them all year. They didn't have a ton of errors in the game. In fact, I think I only had them down for two errors in the game maybe just yeah just the one but it came at the worst possible time so marine city goes up two nothing in the bottom of the second they get a little help from a couple errors from frazier uh so two nothing after two going into the third however frazier strikeout single strikeout so runner on i think at the that time second with one with two away not that big a deal jocelyn deatland's doing well Allison Melcher singles and then two RBI double a double down the in the left center gap that almost never happened because she hit she hit a fair ball so this is I think the score is two to one or two to two at this point and a girl from Frazier hits one down the left field line I'm sitting on the third base side of the backstop from my angle it looked like it landed about a foot fair so did Frazier thought so too. They ran the bases. They're cheering. They just took the lead. And the home plate umpire goes, nope, foul ball. And after a long discussion, the umpire was convinced. And he said, nope, still a foul ball. So it didn't end up mattering. Wilson hit a, another RBI double. And then an error that could have gotten them out of the inning, kept it alive. And, of course, you know what happens after that. The third double in the inning to give Frazier a 4-2 to two lead. Marine City would get one back in the bottom of the fourth after Bella Volkman doubled and Olivia Volkman drove her in. But that's the closest they would get. Uh, in the top of the sixth, Frazier added three more runs. Um, yeah, there was two errors because that inning started off with an error, a single, a walk, and then another big double. Frazier had four doubles in the game in route to the win. And Marine City... Couldn't figure out Olivia DeBets for from Frazier. A lefty didn't overpower anyone. Crafty was missing barrels and was hitting her spots. Didn't catch a lot of the plate. The hardest hit ball of the day was a Mackenzie Laboon single that she hit too hard to center field because she took the turn to second and the ball got to the outfield too quickly that the center fielder picked it up and threw it and they got her out in between first and second. They just weren't able to square anything up today. Yeah, I, I, I saw DeBets earlier this year, too. Doesn't throw hard and yet racks up the strikeouts. It's, I would say, uh, kind of similar to Megan Lenarski. Yeah. But from the left side and 
she only had five strikeouts in this game. But, yeah, I'd say a lefty version of Lenarski that maybe gets a few more strikeouts uh, when Lenarski gets a lot more, like, pop-outs and ground-outs. So we, we always kind of get, like, a theme or a storyline with every season. Remember last year it was, like, why is the hitting so far ahead of the pitching this year? Why are we seeing so many home runs? And it was kind of fun. It this also year's, got ridiculous. At this times. year's storyline is not fun. It is why the hell can't anybody catch the ball or throw it right? We are getting so many errors and mistakes in the field from everybody. Which some I've heard some coaches say, well, they weren't outside a lot, which I get. But now that we're in the last week or two of the season, you've had enough game reps that you think you'd see it go down a bit, and you're really not. It's staying. It seems like every game you can just chalk up two errors at some point, whether it's baseball or softball. And even the good teams seem to make a few errors. They just find ways to their pitching maybe gets a strikeout or they get they make the next play. But yeah, there seems to be errors all over the place this year. Uh, the the game that I saw yesterday, uh, I hate to do this, but I got to give these numbers. Okay, so Northern beat PH 12 to nothing. They had a nine-run second inning. 13 hitters came to the plate. They only had five hits in the inning and still scored nine runs, and, and there were no errors. There were no errors in the inning. Which is something PH has struggled with at times. Yes, um, but uh, there were two walks. There was a hit by pitch. There were two hitters that struck out but reached base. That's, then that's another killer because you make the good pitch, you're feeling confident, and then you, you, you not only do you not get rewarded, you almost get punished. But, and, and, and that's my other point. That means Northern made five outs in the inning. Yeah, that's, you, you, that's you, two innings, basically. Yeah, you had seven stolen bases, you had six wild pitches and two pass balls. Out of 12 runs, the Huskies had five RBIs. Seven runs scored on wild pitches and passed balls, uh, including two on one play. You had the bases loaded. You had a player strike out. So the um, player's out, even though there's a wild pitch on the play. Player's out because first base is occupied. But it was a wild pitch. But everybody stopped because the ump called the batter out, so the defense stopped. Northern girls kept running. That's a live ball. Right. Ball sitting at the backstop. Two runs score, and the runner from first made it all the way over to it's third. It's not like baseball where the backstop's an acre. Like that's a, uh, Had it been all three runs, probably would have scored. Right. And it's, I mean, that's a normal-sized backstop. So, I mean, it, it was just that kind of an ugly played game even though there's only one error in the game between both teams it just had this uh, film That's a of game where the box score lies a bit yeah um so anyways in the end it was 12 nothing northern lost in all of this was a really nice performance from abby Lanshute. she goes five gives up just three hits doesn't walk anybody and eight strikeouts which is a high strikeout total for her because she generally pitches to contact um, and and is that kind of a pitcher. But she struck out eight big reds yesterday, had a really good performance, two for three at the plate with a single, a double, uh, and an RBI. Um, but, but, again, 
like we normally go through names. I don't have a lot of names to give you outside of Landshut. Shannon Falco had a couple of hits, a walk, scored a couple of runs, stole a couple of bases. Anna Hall had a hit and drove in two. Marissa Ramo had a, a hit, drove in a run, scored a couple. Becca Larson had a hit and drove in a run. And uh, Ariana Hagen had a hit and scored two runs. But but the runs in that game just scored ugly. Yeah. Like it was an ugly 12 runs for North. And I know Randy Shagney, he'll take it. Yes. That's, and, and he'll be happy. Sometimes you just need a game like that to, you know, break the seal and now you're okay hey we can score 12 runs in a game and and, and dominate and he'll be happy that they pitched well and that they caught the ball and didn't make any mistakes themselves but that's just one uh, my line is if you were fishing you'd throw it back yeah yeah <laughs> um but you take the win and that you you said to me off the air when we were talking about this game this is a young team that their young freshman players are getting better. Yeah, as the season has gone along, you can see it from from the when I saw them early in the season at St. Clair. Yeah, and I know St. Clair's a really good team, but early in the season at St. Clair, I was like, "Oh my goodness, Randy, what are you gonna do?" And now at the end of the season, I'm like, "Ooh, wait till next year. Yeah. These Ramo girls are good. This Shannon Falco is a player." Yeah. It's it's like uh, there's some kids here, there's some stuff to work with. They're they're a little green, but you know once they ripen up, northern softball might be something to look out for. It's it's what we talked about all year as a theme. Yeah, so. I, I they're going to be competitive next year, and in two years, you know, they might be in the mix. I, I know they they play in a tough league, and but well by that point it'll all be shaken up because the Mac's so lovely. Yeah. But I mean, you know, they 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 might be contenders in two years. Anyway, so that's it for Max scores. You want to go on to the BWAC? Let's let's go on to the BWAC because the there were some, some games. The, the, they're, 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 the, the third and the fourth best teams in that league would win a lot of leagues. Yes, they would. <laughs> yes, they would. Almont Armada will start there. Almont sweeps the doubleheader 7-0, 12-2 in the first game. Shocker, Maya McLean with a shutout. Seven innings pitch, six hits, no earned, uh, one walk, seven Ks. Adds on to her school record. Grace Koenig had two hits and two stolen bases. Oh, by the way, Maya McLean also added two hits and an RBI at the plate. Lydia Lacavera had three hits. Kylie Tennant had two hits, two RBIs, and a walk. And in the 7 nothing win. In the loss, Alexa Kaunaki had two hits. Natalie Sauer, a double and a walk. Then in game two, Almont really brought the sticks out. Grace Koenig, two hits, home run, RBI, walk, three run score. Devin Johnston, two hits, grand slam, five RBIs, a walk, a run scored. Kylie Tennant, two hits, a walk, two runs scored. Abby Gemmel, triple, two RBIs. Yeah, that's what Almont can do to you. Yeah, and Gemmel didn't play the full game either. No, like she, she had came one in, at in bat. relief. She had one at bat and <laughs> drove in two on a triple. Ellie Couch had two hits, a double, an RBI, and Olivia Hebb, a double, an RBI, a walk, and a run scored. So Almont gets a much-needed sweep, and it sets up an opportunity for them against Richmond next Monday. Yeah, 7-0. 12-2, by the way, was the score in that second game. North Branch also got a sweep. 
They beat uh, Yale in the first game 3-1, to one, so really good opening game uh, there with Alana Deshetsky being Alana Deshetsky. Seven innings, uh, gave up a run on three hits, walked two, struck out 13, uh, and did it at the plate, too, with two hits, including a double and an RBI. And uh, best-kept secret in the area, Jasmine Mock, two hits, a home run, two RBIs, and a run scored well. They've got three or four kids on their team that are best kept secret in the area. Yeah, just because they're out in North well, Branch. And, and McLean and Deshetsky are going to make next week harder when we do the softball draft. Just deciding how the pitchers are going to go. Yeah, I might just put all the names in a hat and just pull them out. And and don't forget the name Emma Thompson either from Yale. I, I know Yale hasn't won a game in the BWAC this year, but uh, she went six yesterday. Scattered six hits. Only gave up three runs against a tough lineup. Only walked one and struck out six against a tough lineup. And actually, she's a decent hitter, too. She had a double, drove in there, uh, only run, also drew a walk in that one. Game two, a little more offense, a little more what I expect from a North Branch team. Uh, 11-5, to they beat Yale in the second game. Uh, Macy Bug with a hit, a run, two RBIs. Jasmine Gerlish had three hits, drove in a couple of runs, scored a couple of runs. Three more hits for Deshetsky. Two of them were doubles. She drove in uh, two. Mock had a double and an RBI. Natasha Bickle with a couple of doubles and uh, two RBIs. Um, and in the uh, losing uh, effort for Yale, uh, Kylie Miracle had uh, two hits and two RBIs. And uh, Natalie Long had a hit and drove in a couple of runs. That was it for the BWAC action because some of those were makeups, I think, all of them actually were makeups. The only other softball score was Romeo 9, Anchor Bay 3. So the Tars drop a tough one in Mac Red play. The Mac Red's a gauntlet, and yeah, you're going to have days like that. Yes. Um, baseball yesterday. You want to take a break, and then we'll. You want to do it? Yeah, okay. We'll take a break, get baseball, and then that can work in for our third segment when we'll have the draft. All right. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV... The engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. and Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
All right, welcome back. Dennis Brady and uh, Brendan Welper is here as uh, well, uh, and uh, he was uh, sensational in that first segment. <laughs> I don't think you said anything. He, he, was, <laughs> he was putting out a fire. I, I, I didn't want to disrupt the mojo, and, and yeah. also I, it was a weird week you are for me. here to disrupt uh, the mojo. Only covered one game. He, he, yeah, yeah, you have, because... The little golf damn, on Monday? Damn rain. Uh, um, yeah. I feel like I've been... Like, the rain was the only day I didn't do something, right? Yeah, that's the only day we haven't. But okay. um, baseball happened yesterday. None of us were at baseball. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Northern? Let's start with, with, with Northern because, yeah, this this is nice. 6 nothing over Lakeview. I like yeah, this. and a dominant performance, a one-hitter. Now, it's once we get into the meat and potatoes of it, it's not as great. And, well, we'll have some good news for Northern after we talk about this game. But they win 6 nothing. Colin Presner goes five innings. Five and a third innings gives up one hit. He did walk seven, which is but got away with it. Yes, got away with it. Made the pitches when he needed to, and struck out six. Derek Ruiz, the only closer in the area, comes in <laughs> one and two thirds innings, faces just the five batter minimum, no hits, no walks, three Ks. That's got to be nice that you can just play the the card, the the Ruiz card, and go okay, game over, I win. That's basically what they do. He has been shut down. He, he, he has been, like, has he blown a save since they started I, doing this? I don't think they did it right from the start of the season, but since they started doing this, I don't think he's blown a save. I think he has closed out every game that they've had the lead in. I would have to go back and double check, but, yeah, I don't remember going, oh, Northern blew the lead in that one. Usually when they lost, it's because their bats didn't get going or they had some errors early in the game. So that's a, that's a nice tag team performance in baseball owen johnson two hits a double a walk and a run his bat heating up a bit remember he had that home run in the marysville series and then colin presner at the plate two hits two rbis stolen base run scored the freshman nick schrader a double and two rbis that's a young bat that's been coming in clutch for northern and the reason why that win was so important is yesterday in a doubleheader lance cruz and frazier split so now northern and lance cruz are tied for the Mac Blue League title with what one game to go? Well, Northern and, and Lance Cruz have have the makeup game. Yes. Now. Well, one game to go until the makeup. Yeah. So at least Northern knows now when they go down to Lakeview, regardless win or lose, they will at least get a chance to share a league title. They win their next two games, they're outright league champs. Yeah. So that's and now that's what uh, nine straight league wins. They started one and three in league, and now are ten and three. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of, uh, it's not the the team that we were hoping for at the end of the week, but Anchor Bay has played themselves into a spot where they they because they sweep St. Clair. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's a it's a tough sweep for the Saints. Um, Anchor Bay wins six to one. Let's give you just the line scores real quick before we get into the game. Drew Shornack, he had himself a hell of a series. Two hits, a double, an RBI, a run score. John Sowards had it went six innings, gave up five hits, one earned, walked two, struck out six, a hit and an RBI and a run scored at the plate. Liam Carey, a double, an RBI and a run score. It seems like you can count on him for one extra base hit a game. Yep. Um, Isaiah Domi had a hit, an RBI, a walk, and a run scored. Matt Regis. Two hits and an RBI. They kept the Saints' bats quiet. As you, as you heard, Sowards, just five hits allowed. 
Brendan Cole, a double and an RBI, the only one to really make any noise for St. Clair. And this is part of what being in the Mac White makes it so tough. You went through the first three weeks, and I think you came out, what were they, 7-2? and two? They lost one to Chip Valley, and I think they lost one to Utica. Yeah, and the Chip Valley one like completely caught us off guard. Well, they they ran into a, a hot pitch. Yeah, that's that was it, and we just said that happens. And but they bounced back and yes. won the next two games in that series like yes. they were supposed to. So going into the Gross Point North and Anchor Bay, we this, the two series left. We knew they had to beat two really tough teams. Those were two teams that could be in the MAC red and would compete, but there's only six spots up there. We said they have to go four and two at least. They went one and five. That hurts. And it's not as if they played terribly, but in the Mac White, you make one small error in one key spot, and it turns into that. It's you don't have a lot of room for mistakes, and that's what I saw in the two Anchor Bay St. Clair games. I saw one or two small errors. Ended up costing them a game because, remember, they were leading in the first two games of the series. This very easily could have been game three for Anchor Bay to avoid the sweep. Yeah, and keep in mind, too, Anchor Bay made plays. You know, um, Shornak made the what the, the great diving catch. Yeah, that stopped the rally in the first, and he made another play later in that same game. In the second game, Ty Shornak made a leaping grab to stop any momentum from being started. So, yeah, Anchor Bay made plays. It wasn't just, I'm not going to take anything away from the Tars, but there were times where St. Clair didn't help their own cause. And when you're playing talented teams like Rose Point North and Anchor Bay, as hmm, someone at St. Clair would say, it's the little things that make the biggest difference. Well, And I didn't see the whole Gross Point North series, but I did see game one. Uh, and the lefty for Gross Point North was just dynamite that day. Well, that was a game. And, and then the Hill kid ran into one and, and right. had a ridiculous That's run. the difference. I'm kind of interested to see how they bounce back from the stretch because I feel like it's really the – I know they uh, you know, they were undefeated for a while. They had a couple of losses. But this is really the first in, in a season where I feel like they overachieved uh, with a new you know new coach. Um, it kind of came out of nowhere. But to see how they bounce back from this, especially with districts coming up, um, and, yeah, you mentioned districts. There's not a lot of room for error yeah. if you play. Well, first they have to get through either Armada or Marysville. But if you play Richmond in the championship game, there's no room for error. If you give extra at-bats to that Richmond lineup, good night. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the first month, month and a half of the season, we routinely said, who's playing better than the Saints? Um, and now you kind of go in that and go, well, you know, before I thought, well, St. Clair could win this district now. Now I'm like, eh, Richmond's the favorite. Yeah, I mean, a one-in-five stretch will do it. Now, granted, I can hear what people in St. Clair are saying. They're like, well, Richmond, the BWAC's a tough league, but you're not playing schools like Gross Point North and Anchor Bay. Fair point, but you still – Very one, fair point. One-in-five is still tough. You're competitive in all, but I think, I think they lost to Gross Point North one game like 8 nothing. The other games were close, but yeah, yeah, and the districts, you guys know, one good day of pitching can win you a district. Signed Marysville in 2016. Yeah, and we know that St. Clair has good pitching. Yes, yes, they do. Marine City was celebrating their league championship. Looked like they were going to sweep Lamphere. They were winning one nothing going into the seventh inning. 
They lost seven to three. How does that? <laughs> I mean, I know how it happens, but yeah. How does that happen? Well, here's how it happens. <laughs> so Matt Simons goes six and a third innings, pitches a gem, six hits. He then gives up six runs. None were earned. Oops. Yeah. And that's I don't know if they just were had uh, were celebrating the league title thought. Champagne hangover? Yeah, (laughs) maybe that. But he walked five, which doesn't help, but sounds like he got away with it, just like we talked about with Presner um, in the Northern game. And, yeah, seven runs in the top of the seventh. Marine City can't come back. Wyatt Walker hitting an RBI. Jeff Heslop, two hits and a walk. So they lose the game, but it really doesn't mean a whole lot. I mean, yes, you would have liked to sweep and put a big stamp on your, your league title. However, they'll have to just settle for still outright league champs, and then we'll have to see what's going on with this Matt Gold tournament. Brendan, I don't know if you've heard the format for this, but I'm excited to see how they do this. No, I have not. This is news to me. Yeah, I get, that's why they're only playing two Matt hmm. Gold games a week is because they wanted to have a tournament. I'm, a, I'm presu- It has to be next week. You have the first round Monday, Wednesday, then second round Wednesday, and the finals Friday. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Because districts start that next Tuesday. And some people can play districts as early as next Thursday or Friday, I believe. Yeah, you, you, you have that option this year. Which I don't think anyone in the area is taking it up on, and that's annoying because that would help <laughs> us out. <laughs> it, it would have allowed us to cover a few more things. Yes, but as far as we know, no pre-district games. are on, They're only being played on that Tuesday, which, yeah, Brendan, a lot of fun to make that decision when you have four different games to pick from. And you cover more sports than us. Yeah, well, covers a, a strong. I, I try to l- learn for some of these. Like uh, I was out of my element with golf earlier this week, so I'm I'm, I'm playing catch up. But I, I think the thing with with Marine City that in the last game Dennis would I mean they, they're just so aggressive. Um, whether it be stretching singles and doubles, uh, or or I mean I I can't think of a team that's more. I know they have a lot of speed given with, with football players, but that's been the thing that stood out to me is um, I mean they have good pitching obviously with Jeff uh, and, and pretty good hitting, but I mean they'll just. Uh, you know, if you, if you don't have a you know solid outfielders or knowing where to throw the ball or when, I mean they'll they'll beat you. And they don't take cheap swings. They are. Oh no! They, yeah. That is the most aggressive swinging team. They are trying to dent the baseball every time they swing. The, the game against Lakeshore, I saw it was like it was a competition to see who could hit the ball the hardest. There are no when they swing and miss, it creates a breeze. But, and when you – back to the outfield, I mean, when you have Tetler and Tiger out there, they will get to balls in the gap, and they will also get to balls that normally are singles. They'll take those hits away. Well, we saw the play at Comerica Park where Tetler made a basically a major league play, tracking down what would have been a triple and t- turning it into an out. That's I mean, like, in all seriousness, that's the best defensive play we've seen this year, right? That, that, that's the defensive play of the year. That might be the best defensive play we've seen in two years we've been covering this. Yeah, I mean. Like, it, there have been some diving catches, but he made a diving catch after running 80 feet, 100 yeah, uh, feet. Yeah, the, 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 that was, it was just a, a stupid good play. Like, yes. how, how? wait a minute. How That ball was crushed. We're thinking triple, inside, potentially inside the park home run because Jackson Jones can run a little bit. Yeah. And it's nothing. It's right. just an out. 
So, speaking of BWAC players, transition to the BWAC. See how seamless that is? That's what I get paid the big bucks for. Um, Algonac no-hit New Haven in five innings. A 16 to nothing thwomping of the Rockets. Alan Crow, the man on the mound for Algonac, goes five innings, no hits. Doesn't walk anyone, but didn't get the perfect game. There was an error for, Alg- for Algonac. Struck out 11. And here comes the conga line for Algonac. Ty Schultz, four hits, three doubles, two RBIs, a walk scored five times. Josh Kasner, two hits, a double, five RBIs, a walk, two runs scored. Matt Meldrum, a double, two RBIs, a run scored. Josiah Direwolf, uh, double, two RBIs, and a run scored. Algonac in non-league action dominates, um, and we get another no-hitter. I feel like we had a lot more last year, mainly... Because Mooney threw like six. Yeah, uh, but only one over the the minimum. So that's I think that's twice this week we've seen a we saw one in softball too. No, Curtis Stanley threw one against Marlette. Yeah, that that was just the other day too. But we also had one in softball. I know we did. I think that might have been last week. Anyway, um, so Armada's stumbling a little down the stretch. They're they started off really hot, and now have struggled a bit against some tough yeah, opponents. They were our sweetheart story in the beginning because they actually led the BWAC. Like Richmond was chasing them for a while. With Yeah, I think with three weeks left to go, they if they won out, they were BWAC champs. And yeah, they've struggled a bit. They get swept by Yale. The second game in the series, Yale wins 4-2. to two. Jack Cavanaugh, two hits, an RBI for the Bulldogs. Aiden Corlden, a double and an RBI in the win. For Armada, not a lot of hitting. Josh Genuine had a hit and an RBI, and Zach Marcy had a hit and two walks. So a 4-2 Yale win over Armada. Yale is playing better. Don't sleep on the Bulldogs. They have a very winnable district. Uh, they're in with North Branch and Croslex and MLA City. Yeah, and they have a nice team. Again, they're not going to wow you. You're not going to go, oh, this guy's a superstar. But they've got 9, 10, 11 guys deep that just play good baseball. Yeah, that's kind of what Armada is too. They just got outdone this past week. And the final game from yesterday, Croslex beats MLA City 10-5. to uh, Cross Lex was passing the stick around. Adam Barberich, two hits, two RBIs, two runs scored. Drew Hosterman, two RBIs, a walk, a run scored. Jake Townsend had a triple that drove in a run, walked and scored a run as well. Benito Mendoza, Benito. Your, your favorite I name. Love it. Uh, a hit, two RBIs. Nick Monzo, two hits. Ian Katalski, two hits, two runs scored. For MLA City, uh, Tyler Preeze had a hit and an RBI, and Bo Hund which is also a great name, Yes, had a triple in the loss. A multi-sport great name. Yes. He plays basketball, too. Yes. You got. You just have some names that you go, ooh, that's a cool name. <laughs> I still don't think anything's beating a girls basketball player from Roseville named Diamond Iverson. That's, yeah. <laughs> that was that's, a top-tier <laughs> name. Unfortunately, I think Roseville had two points in the third quarter in that game. Or it was like Marine City was up like 9-6. to six. And then they were up thirty-five to six in the third quarter. It was rough. What's uh, what's Fitzgerald's football coach? I know the last name is Shakespeare. It's like Romeo Shakespeare or something like that. Yeah. Well, they've gone through a lot of coaches. Yeah. And but but he that that's one of my favorite names. Yes, there have been there have been a few 
great names and some that I look at and I go, oh, no, I'm getting canceled if I say this name wrong. That, that, that was my crowning achievement of football season was I, was I put out that the Romeo Shakespeare or whatever his first name is, is my favorite coaching name in, in football, and Ron Glodich gave me a like. <laughs> so I knew I knew I'd made it at that moment. All right. Well, that's <laughs> it for baseball <laughs> scores. So we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll have the draft. We'll oh, lay down man. the ground rules. Um, but should be, <clears throat> excuse me, should be a lot of fun with uh, Brendan Welper. And, yeah, should be a good time. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 811 810-987-2185. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. 
The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810-987-6400, extension 132. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, the second uh, annual Get Stuck On Sports baseball uh, draft. Don't possibly, sound so excited. Well, I, I don't like the draft shows uh, only because somebody always gets left out, and it's the only time that we get uh, hate mail. We got it one time. One time, and... Uh, and it was directly thrown at Brady, <laughs> and he pouted for a month. I did, the first half of that statement's true. Anyway, <laughs> here's the ground rules for this. So since Brendan's joining us, we had to cut down our pool of teams. So there will be no GTC East teams. We know Marlette has a good team. We know Brown City and Sandusky have really solid teams. And that cut out half the guys I was going to take. There's some players up there that could and probably should be drafted. NCTL as well. Yes, NCTL as well. So right off the bat, we will not be drafting anyone from that pool of players. Yes, we know there's Marlette's a really good team. We know Curtis Stanley just Brown, no hit. Yeah, Brown no, City no hit them. has some good players. We know Sandusky won the GTC East. But Deckerville and Peck yeah. have some good players, too. Yes, but they will not be in this draft. Also, Anchor Bay was a team that we drafted for when it was just me and Dennis, and, but since Brendan doesn't cover them, in the interest of fairness, we would, we're not going to do it because if we did, Liam Carey would probably be a top-five pick. 
their catcher, yeah. who's a grown man and has one of the prettiest swings you'll see all year. John Sowards and Drew Shornack would all be picks. Yeah. But we co- we talk about them at times. Brendan does not. So we're not going to take three really good players basically off the board. So essentially, this draft comes down to the MAC schools, Port Aaron High, Northern Marysville, St. Clair, Marine City, the BWAC, and Cardinal Mooney are the teams that have eligible players. And it's not as if we're, we're um, short of players. To have 60-plus players on the cheat sheets that we all have. Thank and, you for those, by the way. Oh, yeah, like, no problem. It's um, uh, Yeah, it was more for me, too, because <laughs> baseball is such a game of stats. And we've said it before that to get a true feel of how good a player is, you probably need a at, at absolute minimum a hundred at bats. I mean, Dennis, when you when a when you were watching the major leagues, you don't make a, a call on a guy until at least what three hundred at bats. Uh, for me, yeah. Like I was I, I was trying to tell you people that you got yabba dabba badooitis, and we don't know anything about the kid. And where is he today? Yes. So it's also hard to tell <laughs> in a short sample size. So take that. We have stats for the teams that had them publicly available or that we were able to get them sent to us. And it also didn't help that my phone died earlier this week. So in the middle of me trying to get stats from the ones that weren't available, I didn't have a phone for two days. And, and, I, and I did sift through this earlier, and uh, I did catch Brady trying to cheat. He left a few names off, and I know he did it on purpose so that he could hoard those players. Yep. That, but, that's I, but, I pointed, but I pointed that that's out. That's 100% my plan. So that's um, the long and short of it. With, what? All right. The frozen envelope with yeah. yours. <laughs> the frozen you passed out these envelope. two the sheets. Yeah. And, uh, okay. That's, uh, that's a Mi- callback reference that probably eight people understood. Mr. Welper is our guest, so he yes. gets to. So we have three numbers in the middle of the table here. It determines the order. Grab it. Now, Dennis, you can pick the next one. Yes, age before beauty. Do I look at Oh. And then we'll all look at it at the same time. Oh, okay. Uh, and then, so it's a snake-style draft. If you get the first overall pick, then you get the sixth overall pick. In the So it flips. So I got number three. I believe uh, this is two. I hope my handwriting. So no, I got I so, got the number one pick. Oh, I'm so excited. So Not really, Dennis will get the first overall pick, and then he will pick the last pick in the second round, the first pick in the third round, so on and so forth. So, um, the what are you, the Stuckies Yuckies? This time you rebranded. Uh, I I went with uh, Stuckies Pluckies because we have a great attitude. Yes, you're a plucky underdog. So, all right, you get the first overall pick. Um, we we're, we are doing 12 rounds. You get a starting lineup and then three bench players. The assumption on this is you're playing a three-game series against each side. So you need three starters and a probably a couple relievers that would also play the field because basically every pitcher on our list is also a real nice fielder. Um, that is true. Um, and um, there, there's two guys I want to take at number one. Uh, I don't think I could be wrong with either one, but uh, you build with pitching, and I think the single most dominant pitcher in the area, and this is a, uh, I've actually seen him pitch, and I was behind home plate. The movement on, on this kid's pitches and the explosiveness. I'm taking Josh Kasner. Number one overall, you take the pitcher out of Algonac. Here's some numbers for you that we have on Kasner. 
42 innings pitched. He's given up one earned run. That's good for a .16 ERA. In 42 innings pitched, Dennis, he has struck out 89 batters. He's only walked 14. Oh, by the way, at the field, he's hitting 414 with 20 RBIs. It's pretty solid, don't you think? That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's worthy of a first overall pick. So now we go over to Welpers Yelpers for number two. Man, this is this is tough. Um, I know. That's why I I'm would, glad I got the yeah. third. Pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and then the yeah the fourth. Oh, I see. Okay. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Um. So the only one off the board, Josh Kasner from Algonac. You have all of Richmond mm-hmm. to pick from, all of Saint Clair to pick from, all of Mooney to pick from, and then all the other. I mean, North Branch has a trio of pitchers that if they pitched at somewhere that wasn't an hour away we would probably talk about them a lot more. I know who I'd pick, and I think it's who Brady would pick, too. I think so, too. And I'm hoping Brendan doesn't pick him. I wish I knew who you guys were thinking of. Um, but I'll, I'll go with uh, – I gotta go. I, I knew I had to go with somebody from this this team, at least with one of my first picks, but uh, Hudson Davenport. Oh, you suck. Uh, uh, that's who we were talking about. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he's given up an earned run in league play. He hits absolute nukes from the right side. And, so yeah, we power. don't have numbers because Richmond treats their stats like Fort Knox, even though we all know you're an unbelievable team and you're, you're not going to surprise anyone. But, yeah, Hudson Davenport goes number two, and I don't think that's a bad choice at all. No, uh, you're legit, Welper. Okay. You, 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 you made a solid pick there, and just on that pick alone, you'll win games. I will take that. So <laughs> now, with arguably the top two pitchers off the board, see, there are some really nice bats, but I don't get to pick. I pick three and four, but then I have to take four picks off, and I don't want more pitchers to go away. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. Um, well, we talked about this before, by the way. So we're treating someone like Ben Hitzelberger, who, has, who we know can pitch but hasn't pitched this year primarily as a fielder. Just for that, just so throwing that out there, if you're saying take Hitzelberger as a pitcher, hasn't pitched a lot this year, so have to kind of take that into account. All right, well, I – God, there's two names I want, and but there's some pitchers that I like a little more. Okay, I am going to start off with – you guys have two really nice bats. So that means I need someone to take away doubles – turns doubles into singles i need a dude patrolling center fielder and a dude is trent rice maybe the fastest player in the area it feels like he steals three bags a game so i will take trent rice with my first round pick and now i get the first pick in the second round and i know i'm going to take a pitcher the question is what pitcher there's some good names out there Jacob Turner's out there. Blake Lutzke. I could go back-to-back Mooney. I could take Jeff Heslop. I can move him around. Um, Wow, there's a lot of guys I really hope fall to me next round. But I... Wow, this is going to be tough. And I think I'm going to take with my second pick... Uh, give me Jacob Turner. 
as my first pitcher. I, I we do have some numbers for Jacob Turner. He's got a two two six ERA and thirty one inning pitched. He averaged thirty six strikeouts, which is still a good number, but yeah, it's over a strikeout an inning. He's only walked twelve. I'll take I'll take Jacob Turner as my pitcher. So back to Brendan for the Ooh. second round. So I have Trent Rice and Jacob Turner. He's not a bad bat either at the plate. So I, I want to go with another pitcher just to, to solidify at least the top end of the rotation, but there's not a lot of separation between all the pitchers left. Yeah. So I mean, do I do I reach for? I don't want to say reach, but oh, jeez. Because there are some bats out there that I would love to have. Oh man, Dennis is just sitting there quietly. Because uh, I uh, no, because I already hate this. Because there's already <laughs> like there, there's 16 guys I want to take, but I only get two picks. Hmm. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go with uh, oh, man. Go with Derek Ruiz from uh, you. Su- from you North- take- mm. <laughs> See, I, I, that's a is- good pick. That's why I'm mad at you because he does both, and mm. I was hoping he would fall. I thought about him at, at four, but mm. yeah. So you, you take Ruiz. So you have you have Davenport and Ruiz. Mm. So you have a middle infield. You have a shortstop and a pitcher. <laughs> you just flip the two. And a, like the area's only closer. Yeah. So if you want to use, him you, you, at the yeah, back you, you you can start him or use him as a closer. So all right, Dennis, you have two. Yeah, I do. Who are I? you adding to Josh Kasner? I don't know. <laughs> well, you got. I it. hate this. I do too. I don't like doing drafts. It's why. Well, it's a good thing that there's so much talent in the area. It would be. I mean, it would be much more boring if we're like, oh, there's five good players. Take the five good players and then figure something else out. No, we have a lot of really good teams. It's, that what's make, it's what makes the draft interesting. It's what makes good content. <laughs> this isn't interesting. This is painful. Painful for you. It's like giving birth, and I don't want to know what that experience <laughs> is like. That's right. why I was born a man, specifically, what? so that I didn't have to feel labor pains. What are you, what are you thinking <laughs> right now? Don't know. I want a pitcher, and I want somebody who can hit. Okay, well that. And I've got two picks here. Baseball. Um, who is the? Who are the the people left here that I want? And who? And also, uh, and and Welper has done a good job of this. I want to take somebody that I know you want. Well, I've uh, yes, I wanted <laughs> Josh Casper. You did a good job, but I didn't think he was going well, to get to I I knew you wanted Davenport. I knew you wanted uh, Ruiz. I didn't realize Ruiz is batting four forty four. Wow. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's done a really nice job. Oh yeah, he's only pitched thirteen innings. And he has a two point one ERA, and he struck out fifteen in thirteen innings. I don't know if that includes last night's performance because I worked on these at different times. So. Um, the stats might be slightly out of date. You can send your hate mail to, to Welper. <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? It's just first name, last name. Yeah, and, so at yeah. Brendan Welper. I don't mute anybody. I usually reply, they, they, oh, so it gets so interesting. So there you go. Yeah. You'll even get a yeah. reply. Dennis, you, the clock's ticking. There is no clock. Well, do whatever I want the, at the is, time that I want to do it. Um, and you created this situation by making this so stupidly difficult. Um, and plus the fact I know most of these guys, but I haven't seen all of them. Um, so much. And it's early, too. Like, it gets easier as guys go off the board. 
Um, I'm going to. Well, I, I'm going to take uh, first. I'll take Hitzelberger. Okay. So what? Put him at first for you. I don't know. Maybe I'll pitch him. Maybe I'll catch him. Maybe I'll put him in left field. I don't know where I'm going to play him. Uh, and so I can scratch him off the list. Wayne State commit. Yeah, he's. I know he can rake, uh, and he can kind of throw too. You know what? Kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, kind of. He can kind of throw too. I'll take uh, Lutsky. I'll take Blake Lutsky. Mm -hmm. Well, you did a good job taking someone else. I wanted. I like. He's. A, I like. I left, almost. I like lefties. I took two lefties there. I'm a lefty. I almost I like lefties. took Lutsky at four, going back-to-back -back Mooney players. So, Welper, your third pick. So, you have da you have Davenport and you have Derek Ruiz. Who's joining that team? Uh, let's see here. I, I don't think about my pick. When you guys are going, I think about your pick. And when it comes <laughs> yeah. on to me, I, I – You go, I, oh, I, yeah, I have like, to oh, make shoot, a pick. Yeah. Um, there's one guy that if you don't take him, I'm taking him with the next pick. So I know you're going to take him. Well, I hope so, then. There's a handful of teams that are just so stacked that I know I want to take someone from this team, but then it's like, well, who do I go with? Ah, uh, man. I didn't realize how, how – um, I, do, I do need an outfielder. But I'll go with Brendan Cole. Uh, St. Clair. That's okay. a good pick, too. That's a, like, that's for, some... for coming in here sandbagging like you don't know what's going on, what? <laughs> you've made three really good picks. Yeah. yeah, and he can pitch, too. He's not doesn't pitch a ton, mm. but he can pitch. He's hitting 450 on the year, and he struck out five times. That's that's a pretty damn good. Because uh, I, I almost took him. Yeah, that's that wasn't who I'm going to take. I had recency so, bias when I saw him last week. so I. And that's the other thing is sometimes we <laughs> see guys on their best day – that was, and, that was, yeah. and other times we don't. He also has a cannon from the outfield. He yeah, can, you don't run he, on He him. might have the strongest outfield arm I've seen this year. All right, I know I'm taking – that was not who I was thinking of. I'm mm -hmm. taking Joe Perinello. Mm -hmm. I need a catcher, and a catcher with a lot of pop in his bat. So he's my catcher, and that's my third round. Third round? Yeah, third round pick. And now I have to decide – who else I want um, because there are a lot of good players left and I really don't have an infield yet. So I should probably get a shortstop or a or at least a third baseman, something to go there. And I am going to hmm. – all right, uh, let me take one more look over all this because I'm going to take a player that his stock has only risen since the start of the year. We knew he was a good player before the season started, but he has hit unbelievably. He's hitting 409, 15 RBIs. He's my shortstop. He's Jared Cramp. I like Jared Cramp. Yeah. And he's a lefty bat, which I, I'm a lefty hitter, so I like that as well. So I it looks like I'm going more for hitting just because that's just how it's worked out. I've been I, I like having Cramp Rice and Perinello as like my one, two, three. That sounds like a tough part of the, the order to get through. So Yeah, but I've got Kasner, Hitzelberger, and Lutzky, so your guys are <laughs> yeah. just gonna strike out against me. Yeah, I can't I can't argue. <laughs> 
All right, Welper. <laughs> hope you were thinking of. That's the thing. We're all gonna have stacked teams. <laughs> and and Welper's got Davenport, Ruiz, and Cole. So I don't care who you got hitting for you. <laughs> okay. So this next one, I I think he's got to be the most patient hitter. At least I've seen this year. Um, all around great athlete and. I had him in basketball, so I'll take him again for baseball. Jake Townsend, uh, okay. Crosslegs. I yeah, you can't go wrong there either. I, I you know, I, 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 I and you needed outfielders. Yeah, yeah. But I so didn't realize. Have, wow, Townsend and Cole outfield. Mm. I like that. But I mean, he's he's just um, obviously he's strong as especially when he makes contact. But he's so patient. Um, the I think I've seen him twice, but yeah, for a guy who's who's maybe his third best sport, which is wild to say. Right. Uh, just again. And he's, yeah. yeah. And he's not bad by any means. No. <laughs> That's not a knock. That's just how good just he was. How, yeah. He was the MVP in football and, in basketball. and basketball. I don't think he'll be the MVP in, in baseball, but I bet you he's probably, he's probably first a- league. <laughs> first team, I should say. So, Dennis? I've primarily been going pitching uh, here. Um, I don't He's hitting 500. I'm going to take Drew Hosterman. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a good pick. He's just been steady, Eddie. We haven't done a ton of cross-lex games, but, yeah, he's hitting 500. That needs just all that needs to be said. And, and he, you know, he's a middle infielder. And, yeah, so I'm going to – excuse me. I'm writing things down. Yes. So that's that, – That helps me to know where I'm at on the field. All right. Uh, so take Drew off the board now. Where do I want to go? Because you have a little bit of everything right now, don't you? Um, and you've and the two of you have taken all the other guys that I wanted. That's good. That's what I was trying to do. Um, no, it wasn't. There's you're still some. You have no idea. There's some great what you're doing there. over there. See, if I take him, he's kind of at this point a bench player for me. But at least I take him out of the mix for you two guys. So, um, with my next pick, the lucky 13th pick overall, Ooh, uh, I'm going to take Eli Lore. Mm. That's a – I mean, you get. I'm assuming you can put a DH if you want, and he's done nothing but driving runs for St. Clair. That's kind of why I like him. <laughs> 19 RBIs. I like RBIs. producers. 19 RBIs on the year. That's a – he just hits in clutch spots. So, yeah, you can – I mean, you can put him at first, and you can move Hitzelberger to the outfield. Yeah. There you go. So, all right, Welper. Go with another. Um, oh, he's ready. I like Quarterback. Him. Yeah, I know. It, it, it's, what, uh, fifth, sixth pick? Took me a while to get into this, but um, I'll go Jeff Eastlip. Another quarterback. Oh, uh, Converted to. Again. Um, I, like I, said, I, I, I don't know. Say, I forget the uh, game earlier this year. He threw 10 strikeouts. Um, Is that and against PH? That was, yeah. yeah that was first, first game. Is, yep. Mm. And that was <laughs> – that's the third time. The third – I'm like, all right. No we, hey, great minds think alike. No one's looked at Marine City. Has oh, I've looked at I've looked at him every time. Tesla's a steal at this point, and no. You take him because I could put him behind the plate if I needed to. I could put him at the quarter infield. He's versatile. I will put him behind the – actually, that's what I will do. Yeah, so mm. – I have to keep this PG rated, but <laughs> you're number one. So now I have to pick. I need another pitcher. Um, I've seen this kid pitch. When he's on, he's absolutely untouchable. Give me Owen Johnson. And I could put him in the field if I wanted to. 
He's not a bad bat. So I'm putting out of center field of Marysville. He can hit too. But I need another pitcher. I need Owen Johnson. In 29 innings, he has a 1-2-1 ERA. He strikes out a guy in inning. Yeah, when he's on, he's untouchable. So Owen Johnson's my first pick. God, I wanted Heslop with my second pick. Um, you really suck. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm stuck between two outfielders because there are two guys that would be absolutely great in this spot. But I'm going to take another. Give me. See, then I, then I look around and you see three other names that pop up and you go, oh, that's a really good player. I should get him. Um, wow, he's hit really well, too. Uh, give me Jackson Jones. I, I was kind of surprised he had fallen this far. And he can hit. And he's a nice outfielder. And he will fit in nicely in the meaty part of my lineup. So Jackson Jones and Owen Johnson were my two picks. So, Welper, back to you again. I keep wanting to argue with him, but I can't argue with him yet. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And the thing is, I see just looking, there's about five, I could have taken him too, about six, seven different names that I think if I would have picked, you would have said the same thing. Uh, At least. My, right, my brain is about to fall out. There are so many guys that I like. I'm going to go. Mm, I'll, so I'll have to move Jeff to third base because I'll go with Tom Rice. And That's, yeah. Mike uh, mentioned earlier in the season that he's the only player. Grant, I know it's his son. Right. But he lets he calls the pitches for Cardinal Mooney. It's not w when Tom is the right. catcher. And I know that's just that's so unique, especially at this level, to have a kid. Um, for regardless of what doesn't matter which pitcher it is for them. So I'll have him behind the plate. I'll move Jeff to third base just because I think that's such a unique skill to have. Can't argue. He's, he's right. Dennis, the one game you saw him this year, I know you were smitten with how he played catcher. Uh, he's just he's just so good back there. Like, um, and I know he, he, he can hit, but, like, it, his defense and his arm. You, you don't run on Mooney because Rice is going to throw you out. It's one of those things where you kind of take it for granted. It was a little bit kind of like Zach Meyer last year for Marysville when you get the guy back there and you just go, yeah, he's catching, and you don't think about it because it's so steady that it's never an issue that you don't realize it until it's gone, and you're like, wow, that was really nice having a guy just sit back there and, and make the plays. So, yeah, he's a Saginaw Valley commit as well, so – other people agree he's pretty good. <laughs> so, Dennis, you got a pair. Uh, I, I do, and um, maybe I'm going a little off the board. Maybe I can get this guy someplace else. But you can never have enough arms. So, uh, give me North Branch's Brant Primo. Ah, I was hoping they would fall. No, he's one of the three that I like. He has a 1.69 ERA through 29 innings of work. They kind of have a, a three-headed monster out there. So yeah, and it was it was between him and another guy on their staff, but I, I he's throwing a little more, so I'm gonna take his uh, numbers. Um, and then I um, uh, I just had somebody in mind, and what did I? How did I forget? 
who I was going to take. You're getting old. Uh, I am getting old. Oh, Ty Schultz is who I'm going to take because I yeah. need a second baseman. And all Ty Schultz does is get on base um, for uh, Al Ganak. In fact, he got on base five times yesterday and scored five times. That's impressive. So he, he's kind of a leadoff hitter, and he's my second baseman. And I, He's hitting so around 325. I think the stats might be as of the beginning of this week. So he's probably hitting like 345 now after his game against New Haven. And as I've said so many times, back to Welper. I think – and, and I, <clears throat> I'm surprised that there's – I'm glad that there's enough Algonac guys on the board. But – and I know the, the average might be a little bit lower, but uh, – 24 RBIs for Matt Meldrum, uh, and I need a first baseman. <laughs> I love it. I no, love that you took that back because know, I know Beaton wanted him. Because you know I love uh, Matt Meldrum and the way he swings. See, I, I haven't seen him yet this year. I, I've seen stats. Yeah. But maybe his, I've seen you tweet about it. Yeah, him. and his name always pops up, doesn't it? Yeah. Every mm-hmm. game. And he would fit in with Marine City because he swings with that, like he's angry at the ball. And when he makes contact, it goes far. So you take Matt Meldrum. I will take one of his teammates. This is a versatile player I can put on the infield or the outfield. <clears throat> I will take Jake Kasner, hitting almost 400, driven in 15 runs. He's walked 18 times, so he can work the count. I'll have to slide him in somewhere, probably be a middle infielder, or I can just put him in left field. But I don't have a ton of infielders right now, so Jake Kasner is one of the picks. And... My second pick is wow. There's some a lot of guys with a lot of high averages. Um, okay, this guy has dropped way too far. He can be in my infield. I probably put him at third. He will pitch for me. He has won a league title, and I know he can mash the ball. Wyatt Walker, and he's just a bulldog. He is. He brings an attitude. Wyatt Walker comes in. I guess I'll slot him at third. And he can be one of my pitchers, probably come in in relief if he needs to, depending on where I go the rest of the draft. And I guess I'll put, I don't know, Jake Kasner can probably play anywhere in the infield. For now, I guess I'll put him at second base, and I can move that around later. Wyatt's so. fast for a guy that has a lot of power, too. Yes. I mean, he, like, that's he's, the thing you forget. Yeah. Is, and it's also because he's next to guys like Tetler and Tiger and, yeah, and, just, and Atkinson who can absolutely yeah. fly. So he's got a lot of speed, but he's just – a step slower than them, which is still, which is really still, yeah, really fast. fast. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, Welper, um, who's your next pick? Oh boy, I got. I was actually hoping that Walker might slip a little bit. Um, yeah, no. Now you know how I feel. And and I'll stay close uh, with the Mariners. Uh, I'll go Charles Tiger. Um, who had yeah. was it? Two grand slams and a lefty in- double. In, in one game. game. And then in the same <laughs> inning, if I'm not mistaken, the two grand slam. I don't know if it was the same inning. It might have been. I, I just know crazy. scored like 18 runs in that game. But, yeah, two grand slams. And another guy who swings angry and swings for the big him. fly. He doesn't get cheated. I'll so, put him in left field. Yeah, you can put him. He's an athlete. You can put him just about wherever you want. So, all right, Dennis. Well, I just noticed that I need a catcher. Well, there's not like there's a uh, shortage of catchers in the area. No, but I want the best catcher, better than yours. Uh, and I don't. I, don't I will know. stay silent because I don't believe. I. All right, pick a catcher. <laughs> right. I'm gonna pick uh, Jack uh, Cody. Uh, I know I'm. 
I'm going with some Algonac guys, but I've seen Algonac play, and I like them. He's hitting, yeah. I mean, he's hitting 361, and he does a nice job behind the dish. Um, Just can't complain. I'm trying to look at my lineup here. Okay, so I got Cote catching. I got Hitzelberger at first. I got Schultz at second. I got Hosterman at short right now. I got Kasner starting. I got Lutzky, Lauren, Primo on my bench. I need a third baseman, and I need some outfielders. While you think real quick, Welper, you run over your team through your first eight picks or nine picks. See, so so a catcher, I have Tom Rice, first base, Matt Meldrum. I don't have a second baseman yet, but uh, Jeff Heaslip at third, Derek Ruiz at shortstop, uh, Charles Tiger dead. I'll put it in left field, Brendan Cole center, uh, Jake Townsend in right, and then uh, Hudson Davenport starting pitcher. I have Perinello catching, no one at first yet. I put Jake Kasner at second for now because I'll, I'll find a spot for him. Wyatt Walker's at third, cramp it short, nobody in left. Rice, Trent Rice is in center, Jackson Jones in right. Jacob Turner's my pitcher. And Owen Johnson's either my game two pitcher or if I need to put him somewhere, he's a good enough athlete, I can find a spot for him on the infield. He kind of is depending on where the rest of my draft goes. Okay. Dennis. Well, I need an outfielder, so why not give me uh, Logan Ellis? He might be. He might give uh, Townsend a run for his money and most patient hitter in the area. Mm. He is. He takes his time, and he knows what he's doing out of that leadoff spot. Ex- excellent athlete, too, and a three-sport athlete as well, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, we're – Back to you. Uh, Don't you love the middle spot? You're just getting thrown at yeah. all the time. It doesn't give you much time to. No, you don't have the back to back picks, but you don't have. You have the short uh, short rest, so to speak. Uh, I do need a second <laughs> sure, <right>. be, <laughs> second baseman. <laughs> He's pitching on two days rest. <laughs> uh, well, I, I wasn't even anywhere yesterday. I was just typing, so I, I have no excuse. Um, I mean, oh, wow. I oh wow I I in. I, if I if I remember uh, the one time I saw Trey Taylor, and I'll, I'll go with Trey Taylor. He's quick. I'll put him at second. Um, I mean, and a Richmond guy, you can't go wrong uh, because uh, I mean they're, he's they're certainly like one of the hottest players in the area right say, now too at the, at the bat. Real, okay. Recently, okay. Well, I need a I need another arm, and there's a couple guys I'm thinking about, but ah wow. There are some BWAC arms out there that should be taken right here, and I can only pick one. Um, you can pick two. You got two picks I here. I do, but I don't know if I want to take two. I need at least another outfielder, or, or I need a first baseman. Um, give me Brady Mitchell. Mitchell. Yes. You always yes, I was, want to go it, Williams. Yes, because it was – I have it written down. I was just making sure it stands right. <laughs> he's only thrown 18 innings, so a smaller sample size, but he's – only has a 1.15 ERA, and he struck out 30 and in 18 innings. But the more impressive stat to me, with 30 strikeouts, only seven walks. Yeah. Well, when I when I took Primo, Mitchell was the other guy I was debating. I knew I was taking one of them. So I know he can pitch for me. He can start a game, and I will get some good innings. And he's part of the reason why North Branch is in the top half of the BWAC standings. So now one other pick, and... I, this guy, I think the only reason why we haven't taken him yet is because he's been hurt the last week or so. But if he had been healthy, 
He would have been picked already, and I'm getting an absolute steal when I take Cam Bleasdale with this pick. I put him in the outfield. He can pitch. He's hitting 320 on the year, and on the mound, in just under 23 innings of work, his ERA is under one. So that's it. I think that might that's be a steal, the steal of the draft with mm. Cam Bleasdale. Man, dang. I still don't have a first baseman. <laughs> But I have a damn good outfield with Bleasdale Rice and Jackson Jones. <laughs> oh boy, I'm, I'm kind of speechless. I was, jeez. Uh, We're getting in. I only have two more spots left to fill. We're getting into the nitty gritty, and there are going to be players that should be taken that are not. Hmm. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's you, Welper. Hmm. It's all you, baby. Was uh, was Jakubiak from Yale? Yep. Yes. He was yes, taken. He, oh no, he's, he's not been taken. No, he's not. Okay, he uh, is available. He's a 400 hitter. 12 RBIs. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely uh, another outfielder, but I will go with Connor Jakubiak. He was one of the BWAC players I was looking at because, I mean, yeah, they just swept or rip, not Richmond Armada. They're they're playing just as well as anyone else right now. So Dennis, you have what three spots left to fill? I do. Including the next uh, two picks here. Uh, what do I want to do? I'm just looking Take at my line, my the, uh, my, because we have our sheet set up by position. Take him off the board. Trying to put them into a lineup is going to be damn near impossible. Like one through nine, deciding who hits where. Yeah, where, where do you want the? You want to protect the guy? Do you want? Yeah. <laughs> or just uh, someone has to hit eight. Like, <laughs> yeah, really. Don't know who that's. It's not. It's be. not a shot. It's just. <laughs> So what do you need, Dennis? I need outfielders. You need outfielders. There are some – well, Welper just took one good outfielder, but there are still a few really good outfielders left. In fact, one I thought about taking earlier. I see – I don't know. We might be looking at the same guy, but I see somebody that I wouldn't mind if there's – well, I I might have an abundance of outfielders. Yeah, but the way he can hit, I I, yeah, I would (laughs) – I don't know who you people are talking about. I think I know who he's <laughs> talking about. I think we're on the same page, and I think if you noticed him, you would take him needing an outfielder. All right, let's <laughs> – the humming hour with Dennis. Well, I mean, now you guys got me looking around for, like, who are you talking about? Well, he has me thinking now, am I on the same page? No, uh, I, I think we're 100% oh, okay. on the same page. A hundred percent on the same page. He's hitting what? There's nobody here that you have stats for. Yes, but we both know he's. Does this person have stats, Welper, that we're looking at on the page, or no? No. No. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. thinking of the same person. Okay. We are a hundred percent thinking of the same person. Come on. I don't know. I'll just go with the guy that I was looking at in the first place and take Zach Tetler. All right. That, was, that wasn't – no. That wasn't that's, a, that's still a good pick, but I think – are you going to take him with this pick? I, I mean, there, now uh, I think – I have the next pick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Settle down. I got, you just took <laughs> meatheads <laughs> over there. You just took 10 hours to make one pick. We well, have because well, we, had, we had a sideshow, to be fair, and, to and Dennis. I'm we, putting together a championship-caliber team. I need a third baseman, and I need somebody in right field. 
and then I'm just going to declare the championship because my team is invincible, pretty much. Uh, who are you people thinking about? See, hold on, hold on. Oh no! Oh, oh. we are thinking of different. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Now I'm confused because I thought because I had my eyes on someone the whole time. Now it's there's not a ton of outfielders of left on the. See, Brady has too much confidence in me because. For all of basketball season, I would ask him, hey, does this person have 10 points? Does this person have – so – Yeah, but that I'll, was because you thought they had nine. They're or, both good, but they're, they're not who you're thinking of. Um, now I'm curious to see who – him. Oh, I like it? that guy, but that's not who you're thinking of. Um, you're not thinking of him. You're not thinking of him. Okay. And okay. That's now, like, that makes sense to why you're – thinking that but no that's no. everybody like I don't, I don't know who in the world or unless you you you're looking at somebody who's already been drafted and you didn't cross them off your list nope uh, nope um, see we would if we played these games dennis's start time would be four <laughs> first pitch wouldn't be till 425 <laughs> because he'd be sitting at the lineup card going mm. oh no i i, I it doesn't matter I'd, I'd put the names in a hat and pull them out, and that would be my order, and it would be a flawless lineup every time. It doesn't time matter what. Because my guys are interchangeable. They're brilliant. They're great. Focus I've, more I've on got picking three and less great on, pitchers. On just spewing garbage. <laughs> I'm stalling because <laughs> yes, I'm trying, you're stalling. To, trying to figure out who I, I want, and, and because it annoys you. And part of this is to annoy you. I know who my next picks are. Regardless no, of yes, I do. Because what if I take them and then because I have you're, multiple names in mind. You do not. Well, I've had. I've, you're. I've you're had, now. You're now, just talking. Now I have enough time to, to write a thesis on what, who to take next. Whatever. You're. You're just. A, you're just dreaming. Me and Welper could and have just kind a forty-man of roster. <laughs> meandering along. Well, yeah. If if you didn't, if, if you could pick the guys that I've picked, stop. It would fill out, a pick. It would fill out your roster. There's not a ton of names left. There and are a ton of names because well, it's not we, just the guys did, that are here. Didn't he say um, it gets easier as it goes on? It's supposed was, to. Wasn't that a quote from him? Like, well, now maybe not direct, not. but to go. Do I, who do I want? I don't know who I want. Okay, Welper. Then I'm going to give it to Welper. You You're, can't give it to Welper. In, in all fairness to Dennis, we've been kind of figuring out if we've had. Telekinesis and and trying to see We've if we think the same. Yeah, I, I thought he played. You got him listed as a third baseman, and I thought he played second base the day I saw him play. I told you to look at the positions. I wasn't. I looked at Game Changer and I looked at the games that the most recent. Well, games. you're saying he's a third baseman, so that's what I'm drafting him as. And if he's not, um, I'm suing you. Uh, <laughs> but I'll take because uh, I need a third baseman. I'm going to take Avery Brawl. Um, that's good. So probably just an infielder for Mooney. Well, I need him to play third base. So you, Avery, you better be able to play third. All right, Welper. I think well, it was the second one that. So I'll go Denny Saligan, uh, Richmond. One time I saw him. Um, I mean, I, they have obviously really good fielders, really good batter. Um, also speed, and but I think I know who you're going to go with. I might. I need a first baseman, mm. and they're aren't a ton of those left is the problem 
is a lot of these guys are infielders now. I'm sure I could move someone to first base, but what I think I'm going to do is I want a lefty pitcher. And guy's going on to play college ball. He hasn't racked up maybe the wins he has, but he can strike batters out. I've been able to see this pitcher from behind home plate. He does a really nice job. And if I need him to play first base, I can put him there. But more so for pitching, give me Porter Kays as a first baseman slash lefty pitcher because he has some nasty movement from the left side. Sort of side note, the at the Marysville PH game on Tuesday, my God, it's already Friday. Um, yeah, right. <laughs> second pitch of the game, he just ripped one into right field and, and got that um, kind of going for Marysville. Right. He, he, it, it'll be Saturday before I make my next pick. <laughs> I know it will. Um, so, wow, now I have one more pick left so I can think this out. So, my catcher. Oh, just, he gets to think <laughs> things out. Dennis, you took like 15 I minutes. I did not. Anyway, you said ten words this entire. Draft. I still, I still think we were distracting because we were yapping about. So Joe Perinello's my catcher. Porter Case is my first baseman slash pitcher. Jake Kasner's at second. Wyatt Walker's at third. Jarrett Cramp at short. Cam Bleasdale in left. Trent Rice at center. Jackson Jones in right. My pitchers right now. I'm assuming my three man rotation would be a combination of Jacob Turner, Owen Johnson, Brady Mitchell, and then Porter Case would either work in at relief. Or somewhere Wyatt Walker could pitch for me. Jake Kasner, Cam Bleasdale, Trent Rice. They can all throw. So, now that I don't have another pick, I can talk out loud and think. um, Xander Nolan, he plays at Emily City. And I know their record's bad, but he's hitting 412. He's finding a way to get on base and, and hit the ball. Aiden Swoosh is almost hitting 400 for North Branch. He's been one of their best bats. Cade Hansel at Port Huron is hitting 400. I think he's gotten on base in every single game this year. Uh, Marysville has both Owen and Trenton Vagie. Dylan Bloink's available. Logan Sheffer might be the best defensive catcher in the area, at least in terms of blocking balls. Uh, Nolan Distorath and Parker Atkinson are out there. Ryan Trombley was one of the outfielders I was thinking of who smacks the ball all over the place. John Hurtabees is a catcher that we know can play well, and he can play the infield too like he had to last year. There's four Armada kids that we haven't mentioned, Josh Genuine, Wyatt Waskin, Cole Mahaffey, Zach Marcy. Uh, but I know this player's been hurt, but he's going to Saginaw Valley, and I think his injury has dropped him in the in the draft. So I this might be my other steal. Give me Brendan Hunsicker. I know he's been struggling. He's been hurt. But I'll take a chance with my last pick, and he is an absolute stud. And if we had seen more Almont, I think he would have been taken a lot, lot sooner. But I know he's been battling through some stuff. Doesn't matter. He's just that good of a talent. Well, I I, I don't believe he's taken Curtle, Carter Hurlbert. I was, yep. He's available, right? Yes, he oh, is. Yeah. So 30 innings pitched, a 2.05 ERA. 25 strikeouts to nine walks. I'll go with him. I need another pitcher. Um, pretty good job. I saw him in limited action about a couple of weeks ago. And he's facing tough competition, too. Yeah. yeah. So go over your team for us, Brendan, as Dennis thinks. So, oh, oh. <laughs> um, 
So catcher, uh, Tom Rice. Uh, first, I have Matt Meldrum. Second, uh, Trey Taylor. Uh, third base, I have Jeff Heaslip. Not actually, not at pitcher. Um, Derek Ruiz at short. Charles Tigard in left. Brendan Cole in center. Jake Townsend in right field. Hudson Davenport as starting pitcher. Uh, bench, I have Connor Jakubiak, Denny Saligan, and Cardo. Carter Hurlbert. I, that name always uh, good thing I'm not on air like more than it messes, today. <laughs> it messes me up too because Carter Hurlbert, yeah, it's it's hard to like enunciate every yeah. syllable in that name. So Dennis Carter uh, Hurlbert. What's so tough about that? I just said Well you're a professional. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm just giving you a No, time. I know final <laughs> final pick of the draft, and then it would be a scramble to sign all the undrafted free agents yeah. who would be I would make 10 calls in the first five seconds to get, because all those guys I named are incredible. And there's, yeah. Well, I, I reworked my, my lineup by moving Hitzelberger to my final outfield spot, taking Laura off my bench and putting him at first. Um, and so actually here, I'm just getting another guy on my bench. So I could bolster my pitching and take super. That's a that would be a heck of a pick. Um, or uh, I I really like Trenton Vaggie. Um, he's another kid that you can do a lot with. Yep. Um, I have Cote at catcher, but you know James Taylor Barr has really been raking lately. And great name. You, 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 it's a great name. That is, that is an A plus baseball. <laughs> and, and, and you know it doesn't hurt to have a, a a second catching option in case of injury. But I I just I can't pass on Nate Super. Um, I have a super pitching staff, and it just becomes super-er when I add Nate Super. It's almost like you don't have enough mounds for all your arms at that point. It's all right. It's a good we'll, problem. We'll, we'll work it all in, or we'll Comerica Park it, and I'll throw each guy one inning, <laughs> and then their arms will stay fresh, and I'll just throw a bunch of combined perfect games. All right, Dennis, go over your team one more time. All right, I have uh, Josh Kasner of Algonac. Ben Hitzelberger of Richmond, Blake Lutzke of Cardinal Mooney, uh, Drew Hosterman from Crosslex, Eli Lohr from St. Clair, Brant Primo from North Branch, Ty Schultz from Algonac, Jack Cody from Algonac, Logan Ellis from St. Clair, Zach Tetler from Marine City, Avery Broll from Cardinal Mooney, and Nate Super from Cardinal Mooney. And I think I got a pretty good lineup. I have Joe Perrineau as my catcher out of Richmond, my first baseman slash he'll find the time to pitch Porter Kays out of Marysville. Jake Kasner out of Algonac is at second base, which he might be slightly out of position, but I think he can figure it out. I can always move him to the outfield. Wyatt Walker is my third baseman out of Marine City. My shortstop from St. Clair is Jared Cramp. Another St. Clair kid in left field, Cam Bleasdale. Trent Rice, my center fielder, is from Cardinal Mooney. My Richmond right fielder is Jackson Jones. One, and then my pitching staff, I believe my rotation would be Jacob Turner from St. Clair, Owen Johnson from Northern, Brady Mitchell from North Branch, and then I have Brendan Hunsicker to do whatever I want with. He would play, and he can replace just about anyone in there. I would trust him to go in at any position and be a really good player. He can pitch. He can hit. He might be my DH. I don't know. But he is a tool I get, and he is a great tool to have. He's out of Almont. Welper, your lineup one final time. <clears throat> so, uh, Tom Rice, catcher at a Cardinal Mooney, Matt Meldrum at first from Algonac, have Richmond's Trey Taylor at uh, second, Marine City's Jeffrey Heaslip at third base, uh, 
Four year on Northerns, uh, Derek Ruiz at short. Marine City again with uh, Charles Tiger in the left. Uh, St. Clair, Brennan Cole at center. Uh, Crosswell, Lexington's Jake Townsend is in right. Another Richmond guy, uh, starting my starting pitcher, Hudson Davenport. And then uh, Connor uh, Jakubiak, who actually, I believe, is Yale. Yes. Yes, Yale. I had to. Um, uh, on the bench, uh, Danny Salgan as well as an outfielder uh, from Richmond. And then Carter. Hurlbert. Yes. Oh, there wow. We, there we go. Fifth time. Right. Yeah, yeah. It took, it took me long enough. Uh, from St. Clair as uh, probably my third pitcher. All right. And then just real quick, go over other names that I know at least I considered um, from around the area. Armada, Josh Genuine, Wyatt Waskin, Cole Mahaffey, Zach Marcy. All really nice players for the Tigers. Benito Mendoza is a nice player up at Croslex. Xander Nolan, as I mentioned, he's on an MLA City team that's struggling. He's going to go play college ball. He's hitting over 400 on the year. Aiden Swoosh. Matt Duty is a pitcher for North Branch. He's the third of the three we mentioned. He's had a nice year. We talked about James Taylor Barr. Ron Colhane has been a nice catcher, hitting over 300. And then they have a nice trio of pitchers at Yale. Caden Kovach, uh, along with Jack Cavanaugh and Aiden Coralden, all have put together a nice season. Cade Hansel, the catcher for Port Huron High, we mentioned. I talked about Logan Sheffer. Dylan Bloinks, another pitcher. Was, yep, that's what I was going to mention, too. That mm. can throw well. Dennis talked about how he likes Trenton Vagy. Owen Vagy has done a nice job at the mound. John Hurtabees is done well. Cole Bowman's heated up of late. Uh, Nolan Distelrath. Triple has, Rath. Yes, Triple Rath the last two weeks for him. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Parker Atkinson, if he didn't get hurt, at the wasn't hurt coming into the season, probably would have been a guy that we drafted. Ryan uh, Trombley. And uh, Cole O'Croy. Cole O'Croy. I know you like him as well. Ty Bodecker from Mooney. And that's just the short list of guys. I know we could have went we could have probably put together 25 man rosters uh in this but we only had so much time. So three 12 teams, uh 12 player teams. And Jeez, just I, picking 12 guys I felt like I gave birth. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> I don't think there's a team that is decisively better than the other because there's so much talent on every well, team. Just mine. Mine's decisively better than yours. I don't know about Welpers. Welpers got a pretty good team. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll, we'll call it even, and then yeah, anything. We're, we're going to share the title. We're going to finish the last. Anything else before we take it home? No, I, I think we should just thank uh, Mr. Welper for uh, for coming in, and uh, I I I just leave it at that. Uh, remind them where we are today and tomorrow before we send it, and next week we will have Callie uh, Newberry on to do the softball draft. Which I think we should expand to like 120 players because there's at least yeah. that many in the area that should get drafted. Okay, so Dennis, tonight you have a doubleheader between PH and Marysville. Yeah, we're making up the rain out from Wednesday along with the regular league scheduled game. Both games at PH, and I'll stay at PH on Saturday for two against Yale. I'm at uh, Comerica Park today at two for Mooney and Divine Child. Game, uh, that is the Cardinal Division semifinals for Cardinal Mooney in the Catholic League, and then tomorrow in Richmond for a doubleheader between Port here on Northern and Richmond. Where are you going? Well, I'll be at the uh, I'll be, be at Dakota uh, in Macomb for the track and field regionals tonight. Um, so still trying to learn about that sport. Third time's a charm. Um, <laughs> There's a but, lot to learn in track. Yeah, yeah that's that, controlled chaos yeah. is a is. Mm. 
Because you have to know where everyone is at what time to cover it because you could have a high jumper going while there's a race you need to watch and then someone's pole vaulting that's trying to set a record all at the same time. I confused the pole ju- the pole vault and the high jump last week. I didn't tell anybody till now, but I, fair, fair enough. That, <laughs> they're both they, pretty high, and there was a giant cushion beneath both of them, so they looked similar. Uh, but but uh, aside from that <laughs> embarrassing take, thank you guys though for having me on again. Of uh, course, I won't of make course. that mistake. All right, uh, everybody, have a good weekend, and I'll just leave it at that. And my team's better. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.